Hi, it's Wes Johnson. And John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done. Evening, folks. Hello, folks. There you go. Welcome to the podcast. The cold open, as it were. Um, the question that I have for you, James Rambo, is... Okay, we've all seen Winter, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I keep trying to call it Falcon versus Winter Soldier, but I know it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We've yeah. seen the first episode. Everybody's seen it, correct? Yes. yes. Remind me who Wyatt Russell is playing. He is playing U.S. Agent. Okay. For all of you who haven't seen it, um, spoiler alert, uh, don't fucking listen to the cold open. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of late for that. <laughs> well, because, like, I mean, well, I mean like, you can the see the cast list. This is, like, yeah. It's in every trailer. Like, if you didn't watch any of the trailers, you wouldn't know. And, like, if you have no experience with this coming up to it, you wouldn't know. But if you've seen any of the trailers, he pops up. But also, too, like, we haven't said anything about what what happens in this episode. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you hadn't seen it, we haven't ruined anything yet, but we're about to. So, fuck off, kindly. Um, <laughs> so, does he have, did they give him the super soldier serum? Um, well, <laughs> we don't know if they've given it to him. Um, I believe, so, okay, to be clear. Oh, no, 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 he is credited as U.S. agent. Okay, cool. Um, he's playing a guy named John Walker, and John Walker is the U.S. agent. Um, and let me... I just, I just can't believe they just handed that man Cap Shield like it was nothing. They're just like, here you go, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> who's, the who's this nutsack? Just shows oh, up. Like, nobody's <laughs> heard of him. Like, um, Okay, yeah. So so he doesn't have... Like, the 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 problem that everybody ran into um, when, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? The doctor, Dr. Erskine. When Dr. Erskine died is Erskine didn't write anything down. He never wrote anything down because he was like, the fucking Nazis are going to get a hold of this again, and then they'll have a fucking army of Red Skulls, and that will be very, very bad. Um, and so they've never been able to replicate it. Um because that, that was the thing. Steve was supposed to be the first of an army. And Erskine died. And they're like, no, you're it. So we're not going to just send you out into the field. Um, so there have been many, many experiments over the years to try and replicate that. Um, and, you know, not just in the States. Like, the Weapon X program was also part of that. The Weapon X program was them trying to make some kind of new super soldier. Um, but, of course, you know through very nefarious means, um, doing awful, awful shit. Uh, but yeah, so John Walker, you know, Wikipedia has listed as, as a result of the experimental mutagenic augmentation process uh, conducted on him by Dr. Carl Malice. Oh, comics. Um, John Walker has superhuman strength, capable of lifting 10 tons under maximum exertion, agility, reflexes and reactions, and endurance. His speed, dexterity, coordination, and balance are of the order of a superior Olympic athlete. So he's, he's got, you know, effectively a super soldier serum in him. Yeah. Uh, it's just not as, you know, it's 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 not the, you know, it's it's 
it's it's it's kind of a cult classic situation um uh, uh where like yeah, yeah it's the original formula but it's not like you know it, it, or, or coke versus pepsi is probably a better way to, to describe it um steve's coke obviously because fuck pepsi um <laughs> but uh yeah no he like in the comics he definitely has you know powers and abilities beyond that of mortal man um and, and did you notice that he has a sidearm I did not. I only like. Yeah. I know a lot of you guys like watch these shows and like really. I mean, like Bravo for the level of magnifying glass attention to detail that you guys pick up on. I don't catch any of that shit. Like every now and then, <laughs> every now and then, my little ADD brain will be like, "Oh shit, I noticed that thing." But like, it's for the most part, I'm I'm, I'm watching the story, I'm watching the emotions, I'm watching like what's happening. Like I can tell you everything that happened in that episode, and there was some there was some fucking great shit in that episode, man. Sure. Like what they did with Bucky already. Fuck, I man. am so impressed with what they did in one <laughs> oh, episode. Yeah, that shit. Like. Ooh. I'm I'm already all in for this show, but here's the great thing about it is it's different. It's completely different than um, WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision, yeah. WandaVision was good for a completely different reason. This is just it's yeah, they're completely different, and that's what's great about it is like we're not gonna have copycat shows, and I'm fucking excited about that. Like, yeah, yeah go ahead. I was gonna say now, because I, I had this thought earlier after watching episode one. Yeah. Given what just just based on episode one, which you know kind of appears to, I mean, episode one is gun. This is not a criticism, but it appears to kind of be you know in the usual you know format for Marvel stuff that we're kind of used to. Based on that, do you think if this had come out first and then Wandavision had come out, that Wandavision would have been even more jarring than it was for it to be the first show, given that. This would this would have been out. We would have gotten everything, you know, the six episodes that we would have gotten with this, and then we would have gotten this 1950s, you know, uh, ep- uh, opening episode, and people, I feel like, would have been even more jar, like they would have been even more confused about what what exactly was going on if this had come out first. I think uh, that, like, I think WandaVision would be jarring no matter what time it came out because of the way that it would like the way it's set up and what it's about and how they how they laid it out but like yeah i mean i think it would have been even more so if this had been because this this one would have set the um set the precedent and it would have been like oh okay we're gonna see shows like this from now on but that, that's just my my two cents on it yeah um, Rambo, no, that, that totally makes sense i i i agree i think that it would it was always going to be very weird and very much breaking the mold but if if falcon winter soldier premiered before wandavision did um you would have because there's a there was a big gap between the the you know the last mcu movie and far WandaVision. From home. yeah um fuck that was far from home yeah. god damn yeah i just rewatched those movies uh with some friends of mine and they're just a reminder they're fucking delightful um and i People who are, who say Spider-Man is just Iron Man Jr. are wrong. You shut up. <laughs> you pay attention to the movies you're watching, and you'll be fine. Um, uh, but, 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 but yeah. So so because 
because Falcon Winter Soldier does fall more into the the sort of standard mold of you know what the MCU has given us, uh, which again, much like MC, not complaining here for all of it. Um, it seems like specifically this is going to fall more toward um, specifically like Captain America: The Winter Soldier in mm-hmm. terms of the kind of things it's going to explore, uh, which is cool. It makes a lot of sense. Um, but it's it's not looking to really play with the medium. Um, it's uh, what's a good example. Um, the here, WandaVision, WandaVision is doing more of a community thing. Okay, and. Uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is more like, I don't know, like Superstore in terms of it being like more of a straightforward quality comedy, but, you know, not looking to, to fuck with the medium. Whereas um, Community was much more like, we're going to experiment with things, we're going to do shit that doesn't, you know, that, that kind of breaks things in places. We're going to have meta episodes and acknowledge the format. Um so yeah, no, I, I think it was always going to be really jarring, and I think it would have been more so if we had more of a recent example of what the sort of standard fare is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they chose wisely in having WandaVision first, honestly, because like, what it, what it does is it sets the tone by saying, oh yeah, hey, there's no tone, everything's different. Well, I mean, that, like, that was, well, that I mean, you can, you can essentially, you, as you say, you can essentially blame COVID. Because uh, Falcon and well, Winter, Soldier Winter Soldier, had, but it was supposed to be first. Uh-huh. Yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be first, but they oh, they ran into a lot of issues um, in terms of production uh, because of COVID and like what they were trying to shoot and everything. So that's the reason that they made the decision that hey, WandaVision is a bit closer to being finished, so mm-hmm. we'll just we'll throw this up at the beginning beginning of the year See? and and whatnot. I, I, you know what though? Let's let's just say no COVID, which is great for the theme because we're going to be talking about COVID in the in the main episode tonight. Um, let's say COVID doesn't happen, right? Winter uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out first. We watch it. We all enjoy it very very much. And then WandaVision happens, and it's fucking weird. I would have well, like hooted and ho- I would have lost my shit. I would have been so happy because I fucking love narrative that doesn't follow the norm and that would have yeah. just been like i would have welcomed it with open arms while everybody else is like well i just feel like the precedent was set differently pacing and you like it would have been the same fucking <laughs> argument that everybody else had because people are stupid and like it's yeah like I, I i still would have loved it and probably even more so because like everybody would have been complaining while i'm just sitting there with my popcorn just aha this is great <laughs> Yeah, I think we're, like, uh, the three of us as a group are kind of a special case because there's a degree of research and forethought put into um, what we're going to be experiencing. Like, when I was working at the theater, we would have people who would just walk in, look at what the time was, look at what was playing next, and be like, give me a ticket to that. Which, to me, is fucking insanity. The idea that you would go to the movie theater just to see a movie, not a specific one. What's playing? Yeah, sure. We'll watch that. Why not? I don't know who that is. I don't know what this is about. Um, But I got two hours to kill. 
that blows my mind and it would happen all the time people would come out so surprised like oh I, that was so much more violent than i thought it would be like you didn't know what you were getting into at all <laughs> and i think to a certain degree a lot of people did that with um with wandavision thinking like well i've seen the mcu before all right it's like did you yeah. watch any of the trailers like any of them it shows you this is gonna be fucking strange exactly but i think a lot of people didn't because I, I, I really do think a lot of people went into it thinking well i've seen the mcu before like i'm pretty familiar with 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 uh with with uh you know what marvel likes to do there's like gonna be more of that yeah and I mean, I mean, I mean, to, I, being completely honest, I'm more surprised that people who have never, and this is not shade towards Mariah, we love Mariah here, but like <laughs> people who have never watched any of the MCU and, and they're like, yeah, I want to check this show out. She, like, she's a special case in the sense that like, because she's a theater director and because yeah. she's in the arts, like she'll see things like that and be like, ooh, this looks odd. I'm in. Like, yeah. And that's that's why we love her, you know. So yeah, that, it works out. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's that's awesome. I I'm, I mainly meant like, like just casual viewers who gotcha. have maybe seen an MCU film like five years ago. Like oh, maybe yeah. they saw Iron Man, maybe they saw Civil War, maybe they saw Age of Ultron or something, and then decided to watch Endgame for some reason, um, and then complained about it not making sense. Yeah, and uh, and then and then just were like, yeah, Wandavision. Let's uh, let's see what this is about. And then like had critiques of it, despite the fact that like this is not a this is not really a good entry point for the for the it's a good entry point for this side of the MCU, but it, you you're missing a lot of the context of things that happened before. Because one of the things I saw with uh, like after the Wandavision finale was that. People really felt like it made Age of Ultron a better a better movie. Now that we have uh, now that Wanda is a bit more fleshed out, we understand a bit more about, about her origins and where she came from and like where she eventually is going to end up. People felt like it made it a better movie. I haven't gone back to rewatch it, so I, I I can't speak to that. But a lot of people did. And hey, I like I can I can absolutely respect that um, and appreciate that. But and and like I. I don't know how to say this without sounding like an asshole. Just sound like an asshole. It's fine. I, <laughs> I don't have a different opinion of it because most of what was happening in that show, I was like, yeah, that all makes sense. And I would, I, I'm, I'm the guy who thinks about like, you know, the backstory of like, okay, so Sokovia, Sokovia is clearly a standard for like Bosnia or like whatever, you know, insert name of Eastern European country that America has been, some part of like bombing to the fucking dark ages um or there's just like its own civil war going on that we're like oh god you guys we have to be a part of that we poke um, our head in every now and then when it's politically expedient for us exactly now. yeah <laughs> how will this benefit us now um and you know i i i would think about like all right well i, I know a little bit about these characters from the comics i know how they're how they're adapting them in, into this movie and like you know they're basically trying to show you, uh, and like there's there's a great interaction between Maria Hill and Captain America, where she's like, you know, what kind of people would uh, uh, would would submit themselves to this kind of experimentation, and Cap's like, yeah, what kind of a monster would be experimented on for his country, and <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 
Whoops. This is just the slightly darker side of that. Um, all of that makes sense. Like, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't... It, it's not an I told you so, but it's very much like a... Yeah, I... It, this is a great example of the difference between gatekeeping and acknowledging that you know more about something. I am down for everyone who wants to be a part of this to be a part of this. But Absolutely. don't be surprised if when, because I've done my homework, I am better versed in this than you are. Like, it doesn't mean I'm better. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like a real fan more than you are. It's just, I've paid more attention to certain things. I've, I've read up more on certain things. Um, because for me, that nerd shit's part of the fun. Like, it's yeah. it's my biggest it's my biggest gripe though man like the oh well i have to do all of this homework to understand it no you don't <laughs> because i like i'm not i'm not super well versed i'm i'm a perfect like cliff notes fan i know a lot of the stuff because i've talked to my friends who are who are reading the comics who are doing doing the legwork you know doing the research so, like, I've got a pretty good feel of, of exactly what's going on with these things, right? I watch the movies, and there's references that I don't get, but the movie's still the movie, and the story's still the story. And emotional right. resonance is emotional resonance. And, like, I just – I get so tired of people expecting films to spell everything out for them. Like, well, I didn't get this reference, so therefore it's bad and wrong. They didn't do a very good job of this. It's a plot hole, Mike. <sighs> oh, God. God. Damn it. That fucking phrase. That <laughs> fucking phrase, which has become a stand-in for I didn't get it, or I missed something, or this doesn't make sense to me, right. or it, just any any sort of like, I don't like it. Like, it's a plot hole. No, it's not. It's not. That's not what that means. More often than not, it's not a plot hole. It's just, just not. A, yeah. It's You just missed <sighs> it. Yeah, yeah. At, you missed a thing. The, it's okay. <laughs> at this point, I just want to say, uh, if you haven't watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, watch it. It's really, really good. You get some great backstory into where uh, Bucky is at mentally uh, going into this series. You also get some backstory into Sam, which I yeah. thought was fantastic. Because one of the things that I've really, really liked about this so far is in these two series, one thing that they have not done is the the snap from Thanos and a lot of these people missing for five years is not something that was just like, well, world's back to normal. Yeah. There are consequences and repercussions and shit is different. And I, I kind of really like that. I'm really glad that this is a deep world because that's so often that's the, the knock on comic books. So at least it was before it's not anymore, but like that was the knock on comic books was just like, Oh, the, the stories are so cheesy and, and the plots are so shallow. Like not the fuck anymore, man. This is right. some deep, 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 deep shit. And like, um, the, we're, we're getting hints that like the main villain in the series is going to be the flag smashers. And they're basically talking about like no borders. And I was like, Ooh, I like where they're going with this. This is yeah. going to be interesting. I really like the concept of what they're going to try to do here. Now, I know that that's taken from the comics. I don't know all the backstory, but honestly, I'm fucking excited to see it in the series. And I don't yeah. need to know all the backstory because they're going to show it to me. That's they're how things work. It. Exactly. exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm also excited, too, because we know that un, like this is going to be a much shorter series than WandaVision. Okay. And I know none of, I know, yeah, oh, it's yeah. Only, this is only six episodes. No shit. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. So I know none of us 
had any issues with the pacing of WandaVision. But because this is only six episodes, like, we know that, like, they're not going to waste, there's not going to be a lot of time wasted uh, in terms of uh, the story. Like, they're going to get shit, they're going to get it (laughs) popping, to say the least. Like, like, just wait. People are going to be like, it was too fast paced. Yeah. Oh, dude. They're, they're gonna, now they're going to complain about Marvel going back to their their formula. That's <laughs> using the Marvel be, formula again. You know. Yeah, and it fucking. There's works, already been complaints about this episode being too slow. Why? What? what? <laughs> that's and that's a th- like like that's Justin, amazing. <laughs> Justin Jordan is a comic book writer, and I follow yeah. him on Facebook, and he's a really smart guy. Hey, do you? Yeah, I met him at Comic-Con and did an interview for him for another publication that I worked for before. Oh, no shit. Okay, yeah. He's good people. I like that guy a lot. Yeah. Um, he's really well-informed. He's a really smart dude. Um, and he talks about media. Like, he, you know, whatever he's reading, whatever he's watching, he talks about it. And he'll kind of, like, dissect things and talk about, like, you know, what works, what doesn't. Um, but from a, a storytelling, like, specifically storytelling's point of view. Um, and it's cool to get that, you know, like, I... I, I deign to call myself a writer, but like I have written, uh, I write occasionally, and I I'm one of the things I think that I'm I'm pretty good at is narrative overall, like being able to tell a story, um, recognizing what works and what doesn't. Um, but he is a writer, like that is his vocation, and you get to see really particular. Um, uh, 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 examinations of things um that you wouldn't necessarily consider uh i was talking about this for a reason i have lost my train of thought what did we justin were... have to say about falcon versus uh, falcon and winter soldier it wasn't that <laughs> it was, oh, okay. um oh no 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 no. it was that. okay it, it was it was tangentially related he was talking about how people will complain about things being slow uh oh this was boring or like not enough happened and what's happening between the explosions is the story. Like, it's not enough. That, it's not enough that that show opens with like a seven-minute action sequence of a fucking dogfight um, with the Falcon. That's not enough. Quick sidebar: I had said that like in the previews, I was tired of seeing the whole fight in the um, in the uh, canyon thing. I was fucking wrong. That fight scene was dope. <laughs> That shit was cool, man. Mea culpa. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's this thing where people, it's like they get so bored. Like you you think you would you would think that, um, in a culture that bitches and moans so much about how boring things are, that you know Quibi would be selling, you know would would still be around and would be you know doing fucking gangbusters, because it's just little snap you know snapshots and and little like you know, quick mouthfuls of shit, um, to, to move you along. Um, but yeah, it's for these people. It's like, no, every movie has to be John Wick three. Everyone, all of them give it here right now. Like, do you, if you just want to watch the greatest hits of like, you don't want to watch a game of basketball. You want to watch the highlights. That's fine. But that doesn't mean that the game was bad. Right. Right. Because, like, all of the things that happened had to happen in order for you to get the best parts. Exactly. Like, fucking, you know, it, it, grow up. Jesus. <laughs> like, B 
being an adult, like sometimes you got to get your broccoli before you can get your cake. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've really been convinced in recent years because the 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 thing about something being slow paced, I've seen thrown around at literally every like major media thing that has come out in the in the last couple years. It's like, oh, it just starts out really slow, and then this happens, and I'm like, what kind of sto- like what kind of storytelling are you interested in? Just a bunch of fight and fighting and action scenes with no context to them. Yeah, with no called, with no circumstances, called with the nothing. Rise of Skywalker. To... <laughs> <laughs> like I just like I get so confused about like what what do people want? Like I like I am always invested in in the story of anything I'm watching. A good story is is going to be the biggest thing to to keep me like invested in something. Of course I want to see like if it's an if if it's an action thing, I want to see cool fight scenes and action scenes and whatnot like no shit. But the story has to make sense for me to really be able to enjoy those things. And I don't under I just don't understand why people seem to complain about stories being set up so that the 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 cool fun action like hyper shit this the stuff you're gonna see in clips on Facebook and and on social media uh, because of how amazing they are and they just seem to want that with no with no with no context to anything and I don't like get it. I, I yeah I, I don't get it either I'm like it I made a because po- I made a post about this I want to say like two like two years ago and I don't remember what show with uh, what series I was talking about. But uh, like I, I was questioning then, like, what exactly is the media? Like, how, like, I, I can't imagine the pressure of being a writer and having to find that line between world building and setting up your story and keeping it moving fast enough that people won't lob the complaint of, oh, it's too slow. This is moving too slow. This is boring. When you're just trying to set everything up so that you can get to the good stuff, the stuff mm-hmm. you that you know people are really going to be invested in watching. I can't imagine being a writer and like trying to toe that line because it seems like I mean, obviously, you're not going to please everybody, but it seems like it's hardly pleasing anybody, regardless of what approach you decide to take, whether you take your time setting it up or whether you're like, eh, we'll figure out the story. Let's do some cool shit up front. Yeah, I yeah, it's... I don't fucking get it, man. Like, sorry, Mike, go ahead. No, you're good. Like, I was basically I, I, saying the same thing. I, I don't get it. And like, on, honestly, like I've, there are a lot of people who we are friends with, um, mutually, um, because a lot of people like from GGR and stuff that I'm friends with. Like, I have I have unfollowed so many of them because. What ends up happening is, is they, every single time a new piece of media comes out, they they want to pontificate on it and elaborate and wax poetically about all the things that they feel about the series and the show and the movie and 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 whatever it is that they, they want to talk about, and like that's all well and good, but like the the critiques are just, for the most part, everybody's looking for the the hot take. Everybody's looking for the thing that's going to make people get a big reaction. And I'm just, that's not me, man. I'm just not interested in that shit. And like, it, it bores me. Like if somebody has like a good take on something, whether like, I really liked this movie. However, this was the issue that I had with it. And they pointed out and they pointed it out clearly like wonder woman 84 is a perfect example. 
like this movie you know visually stunning very very cool however these are the problems that i had with these are really really troubling that makes me listen but the people who were like this is the biggest piece of garbage and it was boring and i didn't like it it's just like i don't really care Like, give me some facts. Give me something to back up what you're saying or how what you're saying is perceived. Uh, you said give the F me... word, Mike. Uh, what then, facts? Then I, yeah, they're not, then, then I, <laughs> they're not in it for facts. <laughs> Why would I want to present evidence for my argument? They're, 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 they're not here for facts. Yeah, I know how friends. I feel, and that's what matters. Yeah, I just, I, I, I want... Yes. And again, too, maybe it's just... It's, we did a really interesting thing at my at my workplace where we took this like personality test, um, where it tells you like there's like four different colors. For anybody who's worked in a, in, a, in a corporate environment, you've probably taken this test, okay? But like it broke down the different colors that I am and really gives like some description as to why you know this is these are the things that matter to you and these are the things that you do, and you probably often are kind of like this. And it was very very enlightening in in the way that I am, and like. I also saw like the one thing that it didn't do is it didn't really go into any of the negative traits, which was funny because like it didn't go into any of the negative traits that anybody has. But like there has to be some. And like I think that one of those negative traits is there's got to be a quote unquote color that people and it's like green, blue, gold and orange. Right. Like one of those colors has to identify with people who say, I feel this way and I don't have to justify it. My feelings are my feelings and that's all that matters. Like. To a certain degree, maybe, yes, you know, you don't have to justify your feelings, but like there is another color category out there that's going to want you to, that's going to be like, hey, I really need to know why you feel that way. And you getting mad that they asked you for clarification is just not a good take. Like there needs to be an understanding across the board for people. You know, everybody needs to at least try to make, try to understand each other is is what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. There's a difference between you need to justify your opinion and you're not willing you you want to be able like you want to be able to say that you need to be heard and you deserve to be heard without actually engaging in the conversation i don't want to have a conversation like, like, like this is not a conversation i like pizza i don't like pizza the end that's not a conversation like that's not that. That's at least not a fucking conversation I want to have. Like, if you're just gonna list the things you like and dislike, I, I don't know. Go talk to a fucking five year old. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a grown up. I like to dissect things. Um, I like to understand why people feel the way they do. Um, which isn't to say that anybody who doesn't feel that way is not a grown up. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but if, like, okay. You feel a certain way about a thing that I like. You hate something I really love. Why is that? What are you seeing that I'm not? Or conversely, what am I seeing that you're not? Maybe right. you and I can interact and we can find a common ground and we can both learn something about both each other and about the thing we're talking about. But if all you want to do is say it was good or it was bad, all right, that's fine. But it's up there with like the fucking like who would win in a fight? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't right. care. Whoever the writer wants to win is the answer to that question. Basically. That that's that's the answer every time. It, like everybody falls back on the whole like, ah, Squirrel Girl can beat Doctor Doom, so Squirrel Girl's super powerful. No, she's not. The joke was that Squirrel Girl beat Doctor Doom. 
she's not more powerful than he is. And I'm sure there will be people who are going to argue the point with me. But my point is, in this situation, she won the fight. And so you can chalk that up as her being more powerful. But who gives a shit? Who cares who is quote-unquote more powerful in a comic book? Like, if that's what you're coming here for, we got nothing to talk about, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's no conversation to be had. And that's really frustrating. Is that fucking, like, unending, like, I, I feel this way. Cool. I don't care. And even beyond that, you've... And, like... You shouldn't care that I don't care. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. But it's just, like, fucking... You know what it is, too, is that people... Like, generally on one or both sides, uh, people go into those interactions not looking to understand the other person's side, but to convince that person why they're wrong about whatever it is. Exactly. Exactly. Because it it can't be, I like this, you don't like this. Okay, you you tell me what things you disliked. I tell you things I liked, and that can just be it. Like we don't, I don't need to convince you that I'm right about I'm right for liking it or that you're wrong for disliking it. It can just be, hey, we you you know you you brought up some points that are interesting. I don't see it or I don't feel that way. But hey, that you know whatever, that's cool. Who you you allowed to feel that way, as opposed to like you know the the edge lord shit of. You know, if you disagree, you're wrong. You know, if you like this, then you, you know, you like trash things. And yeah. and to be clear, I said that up front. Like, you know, if you don't if you don't appreciate this thing, you're wrong. And it's a stupid joke. And that's the point. Yeah. As it's supposed to be a stupid joke. Obviously, have your opinions. I, again, for the most part, I don't care. I just don't care if you want to interact about things. You want to talk about why things are good or bad or worthwhile or not sure let's talk but if all, again if all you're going to do is list your opinions like write them down and read them to yourself yeah to to quote a um a line from a, a movie that just got released recently um we live in a society <laughs> <laughs> we live in a society and I'm, like i do that as a joke but I, I do mean that we live in a society and what that means is that it's not just it's not a solo venture okay this is not everybody standing up at a podium and speaking and everyone listening okay this is an interactive thing that we we do it's called fucking life if you want to interact with people if you want to interact with other human beings who have shared interests common interests things that you can discuss you need to be willing to discuss them and that's what's so baffling to me is that people will stand on their soapbox about things that they're supposedly love things that they really really enjoy and like they won't talk about them like yeah i'm gonna use food as an analogy because i'm fat but like (laughs) One of the things that I don't do, and, and oftentimes, you know, people are like, oh, fat people don't want to share their food because they want to eat all the food. Yeah. Okay. Actually, that's completely <laughs> false. That is true for me. That is I will buy extra food before forcing myself to share. I'm okay. I am of I am of a differing uh, perspective on that. If I have something <laughs> that I enjoy, I am going to be the first person that offers a bite. Holy shit, this is delicious. Do you want to try this? That's me. That's that's the way Jax is, too. Like, that's the way I've taught him. It's like, this is important, you know? Like, if you enjoy something, don't you want to share that joy with other people instead of keeping it to yourself? 
and like hoarding it like a fucking dragon. We've used that analogy before too, you know, like the dragon hoarding their wealth. Joy is wealth and you can share it with everybody or you can be a fucking dragon and sit on top of it and kill every fucking hobbit that tries to come take some or like tries to ask, hey, can we share some of this with these starving people? No, you can't have any. Like, I don't understand why people don't want to share whether mm-hmm. their love, their joy, their passion, like, and, and to a certain degree, uh, here comes some double bird Lunsford. Um, I'm, I, I think it's vulgar to consider myself an artist because I talk and I write like there, there are people who have an, an, an amazing ability to put pen to paper and, and make art. Now, if somebody says, Hey, you know, you're a very artistic writer. I'll be like, thank you very much. I don't really think I'm an artist, but okay, cool. Fine. Whatever. I'll take the compliment. I'm not going to make it a big deal, but it frustrates me so much when I see creative people that I know, whether they be um, musicians, whether they be artists, whether they be writers, whether they be anything who don't share this beautiful thing that they have. And I understand it. I'm not shitting on you guys. I swear to God, I'm not. Okay. I know that there's a, there's a self doubt that comes and it comes from an ugly place and we all do it. You're like, what if I'm a fucking hack? What if all of the shit that I've done, I got lucky. I just happened to like, like somebody kicked my knee when I was drawing a stroke and I just happened to make an amazing pen stroke that made Batman's ear fucking look dope as shit. And I'm never able to replicate that ever again. It's fucking possible. It's really goddamn unlikely. But like it, it, I hate seeing people that I know who are talented and who do beautiful things doubt themselves and are unwilling to share it with the world. Not saying that you have to, because some of that is personal. Some of the things that you write is per, you are personal. Some of the things you draw are personal. Some of the things you record are personal. But like, man, we 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 live in a society. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've cultivated a group. We've cultivated a a. a a group of people that are like-minded and want to see the beautiful things that we all do. And it's like, it just makes me sad to think that like we're, we're so we've been beat down so often. We've been told, you know, this sucks so many times that we're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not sharing anything else. And that that's, that's the real goddamn tragedy in all of this. That being said, I think this is a perfect time to pivot to our, topic for the main podcast this evening so thank you for tuning in to the cold open check us out on all the streaming services we're on spotify we're on apple we're on amazon we're everywhere you can find podcasts you're probably going to find a ggr pirate radio broadcast of some sort the next episode we are going to be talking about covid because it is essentially it's been the one year anniversary for, for pretty much the entire month of march because we're still in march 2020 part two and I wanted to talk uh, about this because it is kind of cathartic to talk about like how awful this shit's been, but also there have been some good things that have come from this and there is some hope and we're kind of, kind of discussed the one year anniversary of when the whole fucking world changed. So big thanks to all of you out there for listening, but big thanks as well to my co-hosts, MC Brooks, uh, to James Rambo, to all of our GGR contributors out there. We appreciate everything that you guys are doing. And for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, my name is Mike Lunsford. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach.
Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy.